and, and he knew, you know, from the jump, you know, how this love was going to, you know, mature and how, you know, you, you know what you wanted to, how much you wanted to give to me, and, um, and you know, you do the work of being in a relationship like we have, so you can give me yourself, you can give all, all of yourself to me, you know, 110%. Yeah. That's not the way you're going to get 110% back, Mike. Well, I don't know if that's the only way you're gonna get it, but um, it, I don't think it's about that. I think um, I think I take this relationship very seriously, and I know that we're gonna get out of something what you put into it. And there you go. even people who you know they have disappointments in life or whatever, right? But they be like, "Well, my mama didn't love me, or my daddy didn't love me this way or that way, or whatever." And even though I may not have been loved this way or that way by my parents or my family or, you know, other people that I've been with, I feel like in order for you to break that cycle, you have to be willing to do certain things to ensure that you, you know, you don't continue to experience those types of things. Because usually people get into relationships that are, um, just like that of their parents. Like your your relationship is just like that of your parents. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, um, yeah. The, you, you love. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 But this is not something, for me, this is not something that I know. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I feel yeah. like. In order for me to get something out of it that I never had, I have to go about it in a different way because it is not something that I know. So even though I've been in loving relationships before with other people, the way that you want to be close to me is different um, compared to my relationship with other people, right? Other people could be just happy with us. Um, you know, talking and being together sometimes. We have 60 seconds remaining. But you, you know, the way that we desire to be with each other, and it's not just you, it's both of us, right? The way we desire to be with each other more so as a unit, like best friends, like people who, you know, we bounce each, bounce things off of each other instead of our friends and all these other people first. Um, it, you have to put effort in it a different kind of way. So for someone who hasn't had that type of experience, that requires work. You have 30 seconds remaining. Yeah, but go ahead. Here's the thing. No, I was just saying that requires work. <laughs> it requires work. Oh, yeah, no doubt. It's an effort on my part because this is not, the love that I share with you is not a love that I know. So, you know, everything is new. Even though you're in prison, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's still good. Yeah. It's still, you know, amazing. And it's just a time for us to kind of build with each other. So, I mean, that's that's just the difference for me versus the difference for you. Um, because I feel like, you know, you emulate what you've seen. And I haven't seen anything. <laughs> I mean, I've seen other people, but I haven't lived. You know, I haven't lived with those people. Those people haven't been... Um, you know, a part of my everyday walk, people who have relationships that I admire, I can always see relationships that I don't admire. Um, I see that all the time. <laughs> Things I'll be like, I, I would never do that. I would never be with this type of person. I would never, never, never this, this, this. But 
um, when it comes to, you know, just being, um, um, being your wife, you know, just being that person. Honey, honey, yeah, how do you think you were able to, uh, have, you know, to trust in a relationship or the, the prospect for having the type of love that you do not have, a relationship that you do not have, um, well, you, you know, you never really seen or experienced. Well, or maybe have, or, I mean, you know, I, I, mean I, I really haven't outside of seeing it on TV or, you know, seeing it in passing. It's, uh-huh. one, thing, it's one thing to see somebody who has a good life with their family or good married uh-huh. life or whatever, but you see them maybe at an event or you see them at, uh-huh. you know, at a yeah. birthday party or, you know, whatever, but you don't really know what the real relationship looks like. You know what I mean? So, uh-huh. but what yeah. I had long ago discovered when I was really struggling with how my relationship with my dad was impacting my relationship with other people, like men, um, men or whatever, basically, I had to identify what I needed. And this is why I've been, for a long time, um, I had to decide, a long time ago, I decided that there were certain things that I needed from a person that was above and beyond what they look like, how much money they make, or what they could actually, what they thought that they had to offer me, right? Because a lot of times you'll meet men and they could be fine and they ain't about shit. Or you can meet men and they got money and they could be fine and they want to give you the world, but it's not the part of the world that you want. So like, you know, I, you know, I, I, while I love gifts, gifts are not really that important to me. You know what I'm saying? To me, it's more important that I have your time and your attention when I'm telling you stuff and you get into the details of what I'm talking about. So I had to identify certain qualities in a person that were extremely important in order for me to feel like I could connect to that person. So I try to tell other people this so that they could spend less time making a mistake based upon what they look like. Because naturally we'd be like, well, I have to be attracted to a person. Okay. So that means that you are looking at what they, their exterior first, and then you're trying to make a decision. And while it is important to be physically attracted to a person, you can be attracted to a person once you learn their heart. You know what I mean? So it's easier to, um, it's easier to connect to somebody who has your same connectors, but in the, in the, in the essence that you don't know what you need in a relationship, it'll never work. Right. If you don't know what you need, if you don't know what you need, the relationship itself will struggle and it may go on for years and years. But if, exactly. if the person is not, you yeah, because time is what you can't replace, right? Like, just exactly. like, you know, everybody all up in arms about Kobe and his daughter passing, you know, nobody knew they was getting ready to pass. That's, that's for everybody. You could just wake up, walk outside your door, and a dang old anvil fall from the sky. You know what I mean? You never know. But I just feel like when I I have honed in on these qualities for so long that I knew I know them when I see them, right? So, and that goes back to like, well, how do you know it's not just prison rhetoric? 
well, hell, if it's some prison rhetoric and it look exactly like what I want it to look like, then I'm going to take that for as long as I can take it, okay? <laughs> That's how I feel. And I mean, and that that is uh, yeah. that is without saying how my, um, my um, deciding factor of if I thought I could do this or not. I was like, well, hell, what do I have to lose? It looks and it walks, talks, and looks exactly like what I've been looking for for years. It's just improving. Uh-huh. So if I mess, you know, if I mess this thing up or if it doesn't go bad, at least I have lived on the love that we have for X amount of time and it was exactly what I wanted. Wow. And I've been happy ever since I start having it. You know what I'm saying? So um, that's what people fail to realize. Some people, they like go through this whole thing where they're like so guarded because of some shit somebody else did to them back in the day. And then you miss the opportunity to actually have real happiness because you steady, steadily trying to make something that's broken or that don't work in the first place work because you think you got married in church or you had a pastor pray over your marriage and you think that it was ordained by God. Some of these marriages is not put together by God. Because what? Yeah, and, that, well, and that's, that's, that's something that, you know, it goes back to uh, trying to fulfill because we have expectations in our mind, but we have to and identify what's the root of these expectations. Mm-hmm. Is it people, you know, uh, our friends, our family, people that, you know, that we're around? Uh, it all goes back to self-awareness. Right. Like you were saying, you know, you had spent time on first you identify, you know, where the root of the problem was coming in with relationships you had with men because, you know, the relationship that you have with your father wasn't, you know, the best relationship. I don't say it wasn't the best relationship. It was like we was best friends and then we wasn't. And then he would like, you know, he would like, we would be together, be together, be together. And then he would just drop me. You know what I'm saying? And so that's where my whole little abandonment came from. Because even as a child, my abandonment issues came from, because even as a child, it's like, dang, okay, we're going 100 miles an hour. We're riding bikes. We're playing the bicycle game. We're going to go do this. We're going to go do that. And then they say, you know, he would get into it with my mama and then he would be distant. You know what I'm saying? So my thing is I had to learn, I had to learn how to internalize what my actual issues were because we all got issues. We all are effed up in some way, shape or form. You know what I mean? Something is up with all of us. We ain't just get to be this day. You know, when you're young and when you're little, that's something your parents did to you. But once you become an adult and you've been out here functioning in the world beyond 25, these are your bags. You got to either carry them dress them up or put them things in a rubber cell and let somebody else have that shit. But in the same token, just like, so like, for example, people would be like, oh, okay, well, God put us together. Okay. You, first of all, you was having marriage, having sex outside of marriage. Right. So that's against God. Then you get a baby now. Okay. Now the baby's here. The baby is absolutely a blessing. So you go ahead and you get married because you want to do the right thing. You having a family or whatever. And then the whole marriage is like all sticky. And I'm not saying that the marriage is not of God and, and God can't be in the marriage. But how do you get the fact that you think your God sent you your marriage when you wasn't doing nothing that had nothing to do with God before you got there? And then all of a sudden it's like when we get married, it's like, oh, well, God this and God that. You know what I mean? That's a lot of people. And that's especially a lot of black women. That's that's like one of the chief complaints that I hear from black men. It's like, 
this woman was out here swinging on the pole when I met her. Then as soon as we got married, she want to read the Bible and do these things that we've never done. And that is because we haven't been taught how to be wives. We haven't seen positive um, marriages. We haven't seen positive things to follow. We haven't seen positive ways. So it's like we get into a marriage and then all of a sudden we think that this is what we have to do in order to sustain that marriage. We got to read the Bible. We got to go to church on Sunday. We got to do all these things we wasn't doing in the first place. And then the man is like, whoa, you taking me somewhere I don't want to go. <laughs> yeah, not really spending uh, time to put to, you know, give attention to the needs of, of your partner. You know, and what y'all going to develop together. How, how y'all going to move as a unit, you know? Yeah. And uh, like there's nothing wrong with trying to uh, incorporate, you know, uh, spirituality and, and, and God and devotion in the relationship, but how we gonna do this together, you know? Uh, what, what, what level are you, you know, in your need for this, for this movement, you know, being close to God or doing, you know, the, the religious things or whatnot, you know, um, so yeah, that, that's something that you already have to, you and your partner already have to come together as far as having, you know, consistent values, connecting the, you know, on the, on the, on the level of your values and, and uh, that way it's not like, uh, you know, people get surprised or people get a whole different look. Yeah, because Yeah, because to me it's like that's when it's like, okay, I got a good woman at home, but I still seek what I was seeking when I thought I found you. Which is, you know, you meet somebody that's living outside and doing all these things of the world, as they say. And then all of a sudden you get married and now you want to be this good little housewife. You cooking dinner every day when you ain't never cooked a meal all up until y'all wedding day. He, he, he didn't even know you could cook. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so now yeah. all of a sudden it's like, no, we need to eat at home and whatever. Because sometimes the thought of eating at home makes me sick. I'm sick of eating at home. I don't want to cook. I don't want to see no dishes. You know what I'm saying? I can cook. But I just, I'm just telling you, yeah. that's not something I'm getting ready to do every single day of my life. I'm just not. That's something that I, that I love. That's something that I love. Anytime you love something, you get too much of it. It can be a bad thing. Yeah, yeah, you know, no doubt. We're going to put the menu, baby. Don't you even worry. What would you like to order today? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm fine with that. But after the fact that you know that uh, I'm at the point of connection that we do have, the fact that you know that you can cook, and I love to eat your cooking, because I, I like to cook, too. But I love to, I would love to eat your cooking. You know, you know that there's a, a point of connection that we, that we have, and this is something that, that can be special. Like I always say, and we have uh, the same value in this, that eating, you know, together, or you, you provide a meal for your man, it's like a, a gesture of intimacy. Yes. And I receive it that way. But it's only a yeah. gesture of intimacy if you already had that idea that it was important to you. See what I'm saying? Some yeah. of these men yeah. are very okay with their women not cooking. Some of these men are okay uh -huh. with their women, you know, be a stripper. Some of these men are okay with you occasionally, you know, hitting the blunt here or there. Okay with you getting drunk as hell because they like how you are when you get drunk. So a lot of these men live this life. And what I'm saying is if we don't have an idea of who we aspire to be in our relationship and our family, if we're not thinking forward future tense on how we want to break our own generational curses if we haven't had an example in life then we continue to perpetuate the cycle but that's all I got <laughs> yeah, from the beginning from the beginning uh, 
I did envision something, you know, with her. And uh, because the way was clicking, mm-hmm. you know, the energy that she was bringing, the, the substance that she was bringing. You know, I was just, you know, I was grabbing on all that because I knew what I need, I knew what I wanted. And any time, like you were saying, when you see what you want, I mean, you, you know, you're going forth to get it. You, you, you're reaching out, you're trying to get as much as you can, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, uh, and that's why, you know, what I, what I envisioned. You know, just from what she was, she was offering, I was, I was amazed, I was blown away. But what I envision is, you know, being united with you and us being able to, you know, accomplish so much together, right. you know, you know, together as a unit. Yeah, and, and, uh, and a lot of people, they don't have that same vision, you know, so that's important that we share that idea behind how we want to move forward in our relationship, regardless of your location currently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I make a lot of things, um, you know, I don't look for being here forever. Well, you're but, not going to be in there forever. That's a fact. You're not going to be in there forever. And, you know, this is a temporary moment. You know, you go through people who say, you talk to people who say, hell, first seven years of my marriage were like hell. So you stayed there? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? 60 seconds remaining. I'm, like, you know, say, I'm just saying that, you know, People endure different things. This is just something that we are enduring temporarily. Right, but and even before you came in my life, you know, uh, I have been able to utilize the time I actually, you know, have grown to value and love, you know, this time this part of my life because what I have made it, you know. Yeah. And it was an opportunity for me to change my life and, and uh, become more grateful, you know, for the simple things. You have 30 seconds remaining. I was able to, to appreciate, you know, and just more than appreciate, adore, you know, what you brought to the table, what you bring to the table. Just me and you alone, never lonely in the room, breathing slowly. Oh, you know me, yeah. Meditate, you can take me to a place where we can't be all alone. I let you hold me, cause you know me, me, yeah. Lay your head on my pillow, say, ooh, ooh. Touch is making me feel away, ooh, ooh. When I get around you, I lose it, lose it. Cause I feel so comfortable with you. Go deep, intimate, let you in me, 
You 